Hello and welcome to Diary of a Sex Therapist. My name is Elizabeth Aquinley and this is my diary you're listening to. I want to believe you have listened to Staying in Your Call. If you haven't, please go back and listen to that series because there's always a lot of misconception around what is my call, what is my life's assignment, what am I supposed to be doing, how am I supposed to focus, this is distracting me, it has an opinion about my call, blah, blah, blah. And that was something I tried to compress into the four-part series and attend to some of these questions. But this time around, I want to build upon Staying in your call going line upon line precept upon precept and that's what's bringing me to building from scratch today building from scratch that's what i'm going to be talking about now my goal here is to be my most spiritual smart and sexy self and of course i'm inviting you to join me on this journey you need to understand what it means to build one of the fears I have seen among my mates is the fear of starting anything from the beginning. So in junior secondary school, JSS3 in particular, who we are writing junior WIAC. I don't know if they write it in your country, but we have what's called junior WIAC. And so we had written some papers and news came to our school that another school cheated. The logical thing was to tell the school that cheated to go and rewrite their paper, not tell all of us to rewrite our paper. Do you know how much we read for that paper? Do you know if we cramped some questions? Do you know if, <laughs> do you know if we cramped? That's an important thing. I don't know how to cram. But I mean, some people did for that paper. People read. I think it was even mathematics. You know how you would have solved some things and you've told yourself, okay, I'll just carry this one and just drop it once if it comes out in the exam hall. And now another school cheated. We did not cheat. We tried hard. I mean, we might have, you know, not read everything. We might have crammed some of the responses from previous past questions. But you don't come and tell us to rewrite the exam for someone else's problem. That felt like starting maths from the beginning again. Like, that's not fair. That's not fair. We did not cheat. Now, mind you, I was, I was unperturbed. Not because I was a good mathematics student, but because I was so distracted by novels. I didn't even care what paper they were bringing back. Yeah, at that point in my life, I was, I was a novel junkie. I didn't even care what they were bringing back. I was just, I was just pissed that my exams were not done so I can go back to reading novels. Like novels were my problem during my junior work. Can you imagine that kind of student? But can we finish these exams and move on? We could not move on because someone else somewhere had changed the rule of the game. Someone somewhere did not just cram into an exam hall. Someone somewhere went to look for the exam questions. Someone somewhere allowed the question paper to leak someone somewhere went to solve those questions and brought the answers to the exam hall or literally crammed the whole answers and brought it to the exam hall now because of that person all of us who didn't read enough all of us who barely escaped failing that paper all of us who felt like well, if I don't get a C, if I don't get a D, I should get a C. C is all I need to pass by. So if I don't get B, I'll get like C, I'll follow C. C is good enough. All of us who did 
management. All of us who did not study enough to comprehend mathematics that if they had brought it in our sleep, we would have passed. You see all those, all of us, all those us, <laughs> we were all in soup. We were all in soup because now we have to go back to the beginning. See, cut and join, eh? It does not work. There are things it works for, but it doesn't work. It doesn't work because you can't replicate the process. It does not work because you can't teach someone else. In education, we were taught that, in education, we were taught that whatever you know, whatever you know, if you cannot teach it, there's a huge possibility you don't know it. Because for you to know something, for you to claim you know something, because whatever you know, you will be able to analyze. You will be able to break it down to pieces. You will be able to claim comprehension. I comprehend this thing. For you to be able to say, oh, I know this thing. I comprehend it. You've got to be able to break it down. You've got to be able to analyze it. You've got to be able to take that knowledge and integrate it into somewhere else. You've got to be able to break it down to blocks and rebuild it up into that same information or rebuild it into other blocks, integrate it into other knowledge, into other forms of um, knowledge. So let's say you learned reproduction in agriculture. You should be able to move that information and take it to biology if you're in senior secondary school move it back to integrated science if you're in junior secondary school you'll be able to use that information somewhere else that information doesn't sit in that class that information doesn't die in that class that's comprehension so for many of us when we say we are building are we building or we're doing the barest minimum i had always thought about the concept of comprehension until I had to sit with a movie and watch a business owner who looked like he was losing his business go from, oh, I have this investment. Oh, it wasn't an investment, by the way. It was backyard loans, insider tradings. Until this guy went from, oh, I have this new project. When this project comes, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to be this. I'm going to be that. I'm going to get A, B, C. I watched him go from that point to an attempted murder. Because he was trying to raise more funds. So wait, where has this business been? Are you saying the whole money in this business is imaginary money? You're saying there is no building, no structure. If you fall while building, you will land on a level you are a master at. If you comprehended it. I'll repeat that again. If you fall while building... You will land at a level you are a master at. If you were a good student in another state and you relocate without some of your documents, if they were to test your knowledge based on what you say you know, without your documents, you will most likely pass that test and that examination because it is assumed you have that knowledge. But if you claim to be in that level and you were one of those students that used to sit outside, one of those students that used to sit behind the class, then when they test you, you can't bring out results because you never comprehended the level you claimed to be at. So I'm going to ask you, are you building line upon line, precept upon precept? Are you building? 
Are you building anything? Or are you just in the motion? Do you just look like it? Do you look like you're building something? Or are you really building something? Are you building a business? Or do you just have fine Instagram pages? Some of us have thousands and thousands of followers that don't convert to money. Some of us appear at events over and over again, burning ourselves out. Those events don't translate to more visibility for more clients to find us. They don't translate to more money. And so when those speakership opportunities stop, we are bankrupt. Some of us have ideas and connections that we are not using. We just belong to big platforms with big names. But if they take away those names, there is nothing under the surface. Are you the real deal or do you look like the real deal? Because if you're saying you're staying in your call and you're building something solid, it had better be solid. Yes, everybody's doing it in three years. Everybody's doing it in three months. It looks like it's taking you five months. It's taking you five years. You just might be shocked to find out you are actually the one building. In the last 12 months in Nigeria, we've heard of one scam investment to another scam investment, one Ponzi scheme after another Ponzi scheme. You know why? People don't know how to build financially. So they jump on the next money doubling opportunity they can find. People call it investments, but they don't do due diligence. They don't put in the work. This is my diary, and I'm sure you're asking, how does all this relate to your life as a person, Lisa? Well, what has happened is, I realized I didn't have my financials together. While I seem to have built a good structure with people, I didn't have a good financial structure. I discovered this in 2019. I had very good people structure. Like, my team as at last year when i fell sick my team didn't need me they didn't need me to be online for almost two months literally my team did not need me the only service that went off for a bit was one-on-one -on -one counseling courses were available courses were available um social media posts were available content was available that's because we have a structure that puts out content every three months Team content is in our drive every three months. All they need to do is churn it out as at the appointed date. So we had a good people structure. But financially, I found out I couldn't pay. I couldn't learn more. I couldn't pay for my courses from my business. My business wasn't paying me. Instead, I kept paying my business. And so I started asking myself, was it a problem of financial structure, personal problem, or was it a managerial problem? Managerial problem in terms of structure. What was my financial structure? How does money move in my business? How does money get out in my business? I could pinpoint my core expenditures, but how does money come in? What wasn't I doing? Why was I spending money on those things if they were not bringing money back? I am not joking. That journey took longer than I imagined. And I'm still on it. Every other month, I find myself opening spreadsheets. I don't like them. I don't. But if I'm to build something solid, that's what I've got to do. 
So when I came into a place last year where I was sick and a lot of money wasn't coming in, it was easy for me to know, okay, I've been at this level before. So what did I do to rectify it? It was a level I was familiar with because I built past it. I didn't jump over it. You cannot jump up instead of growing up and ask why gravity does its job. I wrote that in one of my poetry and it was funny when I said it, but it's true. You can't jump up when you should grow up and wonder why gravity pulls you down. You are not supposed to jump up. You are supposed to grow up. When you grow up, you know the steps. Are you building that relationship? Or you're just looking like you have couple goals. How many books have you read together? What do you know about your partner? Have you really gotten over your ex? Or are you still comparing your present partner to your ex? What do you know about your families? What do you know about their culture? What do you know about their background? Are you really building that business? What do you know about your competition? What do you know about the market? What do you know about the audience? Or you just look like you have a business. Are you building a career or you are just dressing up and attending events? I see a lot of that in Abuja. Everybody is dressed up at each event you go to. Everybody is CEO. Everybody is MD. Everybody is ED. And you're, you're not really sure who's building something and who's not. So leave the other people who are. Leave the other people who look like. Focus on you. Are you building? Are you building? If we take away the crowd and take away the noise and take away the team, do you know what your business is? If you were to lose a huge amount of money and have to start again, would you cut corners because you don't know your way around? Would you cheat because you don't know your way around? Would you be pushed to the edge of murder because you don't know your way around? If you were to begin to lose faith, for example, would you know what scriptures you stayed on when you came into the faith? If you were to find yourself in an addiction as a Christian, do you know what scriptures to sit on, to sit by? Or have you always trusted on other people's prayers? If there were no music and there was no instrument, can you pray? Did you, did you build your prayer life or do you assume you have a prayer life? Did you join prayer meetings? Everybody prays along. Everybody prays along. When there's no crowd, can you pray by yourself? When there is no keyboard, can you worship by yourself? That's building. That's how to build something. Without the crowd or with the crowd, you can get that thing done. Without the applause or with the applause, you can get it done. What are you building? It's important. If we don't prepare you to come on stage and speak, can you speak? If you don't have an assistant, can you be an effective boss? Some of us don't know how to get things done. We're used to giving instructions. That's good. Delegation is good. But sometimes it can border on laziness. We just outsource and outsource and outsource everything. We're sitting down doing absolutely nothing. Or we outsource everything and we don't even know how everything comes together. We're just screaming on the staff. This is not done. That is not done. But you don't even understand the process of getting it done. For every person on my team, I don't know how to get their job done to the degree that they get it done. But if you leave me by myself, I can do it. If you leave me by myself, I might not be an effective graphics designer, but I know my way around Canva. If my social media manager was to leave today, yes, I'm going to be stressed, but I know how to figure out my socials myself. It's important that you know what pieces make up your block. It's important that you comprehend your process. 
It's not enough that you preach. Do you know what it means to set up sound? Do you know how to get the job done? Do you know the process involved? If you were to lose something, do you know the step you will fall back on? I'm going to close this session with something my mentor said to me. About two years ago, after my relationship got broken. Because prior to that relationship, I had spent three years just going for therapy, internal conflict, dealing with a lot of stuff that I didn't want to bring into my next relationship. And when I started dating my ex, I could see the result. When I was dating my ex, I am not joking. It felt like I had never dated in my life before. As a therapist, I didn't even know that degree of healing was possible until it happened to me. I helped my client through stuff, but I didn't know that it was possible to come to a point where certain hurts felt non-existent. I remember sending him a line of poem that says, my love for you has no point of reference. That was how clean the slate was. And then how many months down the line, this relationship was in the dustbin. I was so pissed. I was so pissed because I thought like I wasted my healing journey, which wasn't true. It was not true at all. It was just me, my anger and my pain speaking. I just felt like I wasted my healing journey. My mentor looked at me and said, you know your way to healing. Ah, that's it. You know your route to healing. If I was to heal again and again and again, I know my route. They might not be the exact kind of hurts, but I know the systems of oppression. Sometimes I don't want to use it. Like right now. There are things annoying me. There are things hurting me that they're telling me to let go of. And I'm being a stubborn he goat. I know. I know. But if I wanted to, if I was willing to put in the work, if I was willing to be vulnerable, if I was willing to be open, there are roots and there are patterns. So what's your problem right now? Finance, health, business, relationship. What are your present patterns? Are they building patterns or are they wannabe patterns? If they are not building patterns, I think it's high time you switched. Go look for people who have made it work and go check the patterns they followed. And I don't mean people who cut corners. I don't mean people who will tell you, just cram this one. I don't mean people who will tell you, eh, just pay small money. I don't mean people who will tell you, don't sleep with the lecturer. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people who have done first class with hard work. I'm talking about people who have built businesses that even if they died, those businesses would stay. There are business owners who've died for 50 years and their businesses are still alive. And then there are business owners who are alive and they've been sick for just three months and their business is non-existent. You see the difference between those two businesses? That's structure and system at work. So go build a system. Go build a structure. Go follow your system. All right? Have a great evening. Until next week, Friday. Bye.